0: this thing. No title again. And I did not leave me a little money. Is it rolling, Bob? Bing, bing. Uh, my wife's... Uh, Mazda's not equipped with a bell. So, uh, yeah. I'm here, parked in a little strip mall One of the wonders of Scarborough, like at the very end, uh, the place I'm going to go into in a few minutes, is China Cottage. A lot of good, just a mix of food. I I like it all. I mean, we haven't tried all that much, but it's a wonderful place. Normally sit down, take out. But of course, now with COVID, it's just take out only. No tax if you pay cash, which is great. And friendly service and just a lot of variety. So trying three new dishes tonight. My wife just couldn't decide. She had kind of a meltdown looking at the menu and said, I don't know. You decide. So I did, and we'll uh, see what happens. Um, The mall at the other end was, uh, I think it was Ichiban Sushi. I don't know if it's still there. I guess it is. It's been there forever, which we used to go to and it changed ownership and it just wasn't like when we first arrived we thought wow that was the place for your uh, your fresh sushi but um not anymore we do now it's almost always uh, niji um but they were, they were mainly sushi anyway it wasn't you know they they weren't doing any of the other dishes other than fish uh and then there's an indian curry Meyer, fine indian cuisine and now right beside it uh, narzar meat market and so you get you know a variety of people drawn in there's another new express pizza place right here and i can't even see what the other ones are but it's just it's fabulous and everybody living in relative peace you know um you know anywhere where you get shootings on the weekend uh it's all a strip mall but usually associated with like a club or something unsavory. This is just savory. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's where we're at on this Saturday. It's my wife's cleaning day, so uh, I spent the morning trying to uh, uh, work more on the book. It's, it's something I enjoy doing in the morning. I actually look forward to it. Uh, Maybe some editing and just seeing, okay, what's going to go next? The order. like The order is really important to me. The random order. It's not random if I'm choosing deliberately. And I'm almost jumping around in years, backwards and forwards in time. Uh, But again, I will number the letters. Thought if somebody wants to read them in sequential order, it'll be no problem. I'm thinking uh, this book... Uh, I haven't even, you know, I mean, there's just so much material. I mean, hundreds of letters. And I'll, I'll read one, like the one to my father. I thought oh, it was pretty touching. It was pretty raw. And then a crazy one to, oh, I know, I know. I, I, I always feel, I get on the defensive when I talk about this because I'm, I'm just, I'm hearing voices saying, oh, come on, change the record, man. Um, but I'm, I, I'm excited and, and I, I think it's good. I think the second one's going to be even, I, I can't say even better than the first cause it's all relative. It's, you know, but there will be some interesting letters now that I have a bunch more from my sister. Uh, and then especially having that batch from, uh, that I wrote to Chris, which is a very, very different tone. So, the one I'm about to work on. Yeah, here I'm I'm just gonna carry on because that's that's what's coming out, okay? Back off. Back off. And I'm when I say back off, I'm talking to me, telling myself, Hey, relax, buddy. They don't care. It's all right. Say whatever you want to say. Do whatever you wanna do, just as long as you don't hurt anybody. Um Yeah, the one it started it runs over a two month span. It started off in Toledo, Spain. Oh God barely remember going there and this would have been 1987 with Nelco after we uh, did the Trans-Siberian and then we had that tour of Spain and then next it's back in Barcelona and the next thing is a jump of about a month or something and we're driving across Canada we're outside of northern Ontario on the uh, highway one and I think wow that's the same letter how come and I guess I just never mailed the one from Europe So, I mean, I could easily make it into two letters, but uh, there's only one envelope. And I think, no, it'll be an interesting letter, the fact that a letter... Because, yeah, the one that I just put in was written to Bruce, and it was finished in four hours. Like, that never happens. Letters are usually a week, two weeks. This one was an immediate crazy letter, 1976, after our Yukon summer, in four hours. So... I think it'll be interesting that a following one will be written over two months instead. So to just that's it. It's all variety. It's all the craziness of my life. Like the, this, you know, wanting to settle but wanting to travel. And so on. anyway, all right, all right, all right, all right. So because it was cleaning day, I thought hey, better, uh, and I didn't do my part. I swept off the deck yesterday and I cleaned some... Fallings from a neighbor's tree; these seed-like things that fall off these birches—they're just, they're just, they're—they're they're just, ugh, they're everywhere. Pick those off the windshield of the road trek. So that's hardly counts as work compared to what my wife has done today. Uh, so I thought I'd better at least offer to pick up supper, and that's when uh, that's when the breakdown came. Like she didn't know. We always get nasu, the uh, Thai eggplant. No, no, I don't feel like it. All right, all right, all right. Here, you do it. Okay, okay. So we'll see. I made sure to get some vegetables, some noodles, some rice, and the Hakka fish, which is our favorite. So on that note, I guess I'm just about done. By God, this is a real short intro. But um, if the food is ready, there's no point in sitting here waiting in the car, huh? This place, it's on the corner of Ellesmere and Pharmacy. If you know Scarborough, some of you do. Doug Wood. Uh, It's just, Scarborough is full of these strip malls. And I really am glad. I said that a a few episodes ago that my boys both recognize. They're glad they grew up in Scarborough. It's, you know, it's neat. It's a, a broad range of experience and people. Scarborough Dude, on that note, signing off for now. Catch you real soon. Bye-bye. Oh, episode 845, yep. And it is uh, Saturday, uh, the Monaco Grand Prix weekend of uh, 2021. Yeah, Ferrari doing a little better. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Not an exciting race, usually, because it's too hard to pass. But uh, I'll probably watch it anyway. Bye for now. Check, check. Sitting on the, uh, back deck. Have the mic on high sensitivity, so I don't have to talk very loud. But it's, uh, it seems awfully strange to me. I'm getting a lot of s- sounds. Maybe I'll turn down the mic and just hang on a bit. Yeah. I don't want my voice to carry... This is probably the wrong way to do it, but uh, there were birds chirping in the background. I thought you might like to hear those. Instead, you get an airplane. I'm sharing the deck with Torta, our poor outdoor cat. My wife has fixed up his summer home. She took the big um, box with the straw and the insulation. That's always been on the deck and under a table and protected by a shower curtain. And she moved that down to the foot of the stairs. Uh, and It's just like a summer cottage for him. But he wants to be on the deck so he can look in the, through the sliding doors at the house he would like to live in, but can't. Even when you open the door to come out on the deck, you can smell this cat. It's, it's, it's pretty strong. And he's sitting there contentedly, half on the mat, you know, sleeping the way cats just get into these comfortable poses. But you look at him, oh my God, he's— if there was ever a cat that needed a bath, it's this one. And his fur's just tied up in clumps, and big chunks are missing, and he just looks awful. But. He's been with us quite a few years now, and uh, he never misses a meal other than those he chooses not to eat for whatever reason. He never he never misses his bowl of milk to a day. That seems to be what's keeping him going. don't think it's enough, but... I mean, he doesn't do much either. He just sits here. He can't hunt. But... I know it's the right thing we're doing, at least looking after him. Shout out to Jennifer Johnston, who uh, looks after all kinds of animals, it seems. But in particular, one poor little kitten that just seemed to be living in terror. And uh, she's taken him under her kind wing and... ...make him feel safe and comfortable. It's a wonderful thing. To extend kindness and gentleness and love to animals, and I know, I know, I know you're supposed to do that to humans, but uh, humans are a hell of a lot less likable than animals. Can't argue that one. Yeah. It's um, Sunday of the me 2 a weekend. The weekend normally people are out camping and yahooing. I uh, We watched, last night we watched the woman... In the window, I think it was called, and I thought it would be a sort of a, a remake of Hitchcock's Rear Window, but it's quite different. I thought it was very good. My uh, my son thought it was ridiculous, the uh, the plot holes and so on. But I was looking at it just from the point of view they they created something that was that was going to arise and give rise to tension and you know. Anxiety, you know, they're supposed to do with a with a thriller. I thought it was I thought it was very good. And, um, and then this morning, got up and watched the uh, Monaco Grand Prix. Very very sad about Leclerc. Of course, it means nothing to you if you don't even know the name. But he had the pole position, starting in the lead in a Ferrari. And Ferrari has not been doing well lately. But uh, past few years. He got pole in a Ferrari at Monaco and then crashed on the last um, laps for uh, tr- the, the trials for uh, timing. And uh, they took a chance. If they had repaired, I think, the transmission or replaced the you know, parts, he would have lost his pole position. They thought, well, maybe it's okay. They just replaced the the damaged, you know. Things that bend the front fenders and stuff, and um, you know they don't have fenders, but you know the wing in the front, and uh, then the car wouldn't wouldn't run, wouldn't make a lap around, uh, and so he was he just had to withdraw from the race before it started. And he he's from Monaco, like, <laughs> this was to be his race. Very very sad. That that's I mean the Grand Prix is full of these. Uh, tragedies for those involved and sad stories and of course somebody in Ferrari made a bad decision and uh, but they still got second place anyway uh, with um, Sainz um, came up and uh, did a wonderful job in Verstappen I say Verstappen because I re- originally thought he was German now that I know he's Dutch I like him more and uh He's ahead of uh, Hamilton now for uh, points in the World Drivers' Championship, early, early yet, but um, that gives him a chance, and uh, I think that's okay. Hamilton has won enough World Championships. He doesn't need another, really. And uh, so, although I'm not a fan of Red Bull, but anyway, there's your uh, Formula One report. Not that you needed that. Uh, a little passage from, I'm um, sitting here on the deck and I'm flipping through as I often do, Notes to Myself by Hugh Prather, a book I've mentioned in the past. And there was one really good, um, there's lots of them, I sometimes post a, a picture of the page so that you can read it on Instagram. Uh, but this one here, Maybe I'd better not talk anymore. They may be tired of listening to me. But I am talking because I want to. Because it's doing something for me, not because it's doing something for them. So the question is, do I want to talk some more? And that, my goodness, applies so perfectly to uh, this very Nixon James podcast. So if I needed to tell you. I'm also reading Kokoro. I mentioned that, I guess. Soseki Natsume. Uh, very slow-moving. You have to sort of put yourself into the book to, uh, you know... It's, it's not what you'd call a page-turner. Anyway, that's it. The uh, uh, irises... Are they irises? One of the ones that, Lilacs, sorry. Lilacs in full bloom. And uh, I have to walk right up to them. Before, I used to be able to smell them from a the distance. Now I have to walk right up and hold the bunch to my nose to really smell them its age again. I did a little tour of the garden and thought in all the years we've been here you know what 25 more I have really done nothing. I think once or twice I planted a couple of things and the rest has just been my wife's and it's a wild garden it's been hers I mean she does everything at this house. And so there's a little bit of me feeling a little bit mad about that, a little guilty. Like, hmm, shouldn't I be doing something? Um, but the other part is, who, who am I? I'm not a gardener. I, I mean, yeah, and yeah, I could be, you know, yeah, I could be anything other than the lazy fart that I am. But it's just the interest is not there The interest is in putting this book out The interest is in sometimes little creative things I, I, I like to think that I'm fairly creative on the, On um, social media You know, a Facebook post or a, an Instagram I'm raving about the picture I took Of the three oranges and the three eggs Three mandarins, three eggs Just orange and white in a little white dish in the uh, sunlight coming through the kitchen window, I, I, I think it's absolutely beautiful. And I guess I'll have to use it uh, as the picture for this um, this edition of the Dixon James podcast. Um, because I, and it's funny because I showed my son and my wife, and they both said, "Yeah." So, like, what about it? Like, but that don't you see how perfect it is? <laughs> and they didn't. So the, there is more of the artist in me. Than the practical man, I guess that's what it comes down to. And things like that picture, it resonates with me. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel, yeah, that's that's what's important. And poking around a garden, pulling up weeds, even though it, you know, yeah, you, you just can't be everything. You can't do everything. And you can't beat up on yourself or, you know for failures that that aren't really failures, they're just differences I'll sign off on that note I'm glad to hear uh, Doug has found some happiness with his uh, well it was gaming and I did not get the gaming like following somebody on the gaming but with the uh, with the racing, with the proper vibrating wheel set and, uh, and besting his time and uh, winning Grand Prix's And just creating a a little happy space for himself. Uh, That's good. (laughs) That's good. I watched for a while. Discover dude. Signing out. Still with just a little bit of guilt. Because uh, it's a weekend. And uh, my uncle's already done so much. I made a feeble attempt at replacing a screw in a loose door latch. And she said, I've already tried. I said, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but I would say maybe there's a maybe I made a 10% improvement on a wobbly door latch. That's about it for my accomplishments today. And I'm going to try and spend the rest of the day just sitting on the deck, guilt-free, home on this May 2 for a weekend. Bye-bye. Bing, bing, bing. Hey, hey, hey. It's the Catfish Show. Not, no, it's uh, it's me, yeah, I know. I'm uh, podcasting to you today from Centennial College, Centennial College, my old alma mater. I used to teach here, it, it just seems so long ago and I guess it's probably going on, what, four years maybe? I don't know. It's so hard to measure time. But uh, anyway, I'm looking at familiar buildings. I'm sort of in the back parking lot by the. Uh, I think it's got a, a name for the uh, a Wellness Center, which is another name, fancy name for a gymnasium. Huge area. I never got to use it. If you're full time, you got a pass. I think if you're part time, you, you might have been able to do a couple of things. But uh, anyway, uh, those days are. Long gone. I, I was just saying to know uncle how lucky I was to teach here. I mean, I did it for quite a few years at three campuses here in Scarborough. And uh, I enjoyed those times. But I know, boy, by, by the end, it's just the beginning of my drop foot. And it was, you know, you'd, you'd be in building E where the English room is. And your class was in building A. And it was a hell of a long way to go. And then the parking lot was always full with students, and uh, you know, you didn't want to pay the full-time parking, because maybe by then you are only teaching two days a week or something, and so you're in a student parking lot. And, oh. Anyway, it was time to go. Uh, the reason I'm here today is my wife just got the call to come in and have her second vaccine, which is good news for her, considering she works in a home for seniors, good for the seniors and good for my wife both. Uh, so I said, great. She phoned, asked if I could drive her. I said, I bet I can. Uh, and I did. And here we are. Gosh, that was a bit of a ramble, wasn't it? Uh, I guess because, hey, yeah, all right. Well, while we're on announcements, my wife getting her second shot, a congratulations to Doug. I didn't post it to Doug for hitting fucking 50. Jesus, man. Actually, I thought he was older, but, um, 50, man, it's getting up there. Uh, you know, I mean, I recognize that as a journey, but 40s, you can still, yeah, you're, you're not there yet. But when you hit 50, you know, it's the beginning of, whoa, 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 whoa. Is this when it starts to begin? Are we, are we going downhill from that point on? I don't know. I can't speak for anybody else. I'm 73 and I'm feeling fine, all things considered a few issues you know like health and so on aside uh you know there's nothing wrong the numbers really don't mean a whole lot you are where you are and uh just adapt to it live with it do the things you like make good use of your time that's the one thing you do know time runs out you know that sand is uh, is moving seems to be moving a little faster through that hourglass hey Gosh, how come there's more on the bottom now than there was at the top? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, not to make anybody feel bad. This is a celebration, a congratulations to Doug making it this far without putting a bullet in his head. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, whoa, hang on, hang on. That's not nice. Didn't mean it that way, Doug. Gosh, words just slip out sometimes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So joyous. Joyousness. That's what we need. Fifty. Be joyful. Good luck on that. All right. Yeah. Good. Okay, so there's another celebration. Twenty-five years, only that ain't in lifespan. That is the lifespan of a marriage. Twenty-five years uh, to that wonderful couple from Lebanon, Tennessee. You know who we're talking about. So good on you. Good on you. Uh, 25 years. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a sizable number of years being married and, uh, Megan at last. So that's to Jason and Bethany. Happy 25th anniversary. I don't know which one I'm at. I think it's at least 33 for us. Well, wait a minute. Do the math 1986. You can do the math. Oh, well, holy shit! What's that 35? Really? October 31st, 1986. And we're in 2020. Oh, my god. Well, we're coming up on our 35th. Um, speaking of celebrations, too, that slide scanner. I ordered a slide scanner back in, I guess it was April. And, uh, you know, yeah, no sign of it. The m- payment went through right away. Might have even been earlier than that. Might have even been March. And so I contacted, and it seemed there was a lot of companies, different names, but selling the same slide scanner. You know, this is to digitize your, your slides. And, and it was cheap, and I'll well, just take a chance. And then no sign of it, no word, you know, it's in transit. And I was giving up, and I'd, I'd write them a letter, and they'd say, oh, sorry, it's damaged. Send us a picture. Well, no, it's not damaged. I haven't got it. And it didn't seem, their English translator didn't seem to be working very well. But they were answering anyway, so it gave me a little hope. They, they're still responding to email, so it's got to be. You know, They wouldn't do that if, it, if they just wanted my money, and they would have asked for more money anyway. And then, no, sorry, sorry, all these problems, you know, it's on its way. And they gave me a, a tracking number. And the tracking number is always, it's left China en route for Canada. So that was a little bit of hopeful. And then finally, one day, it arrived in Canada. But then you go to Canada Post, well, we're waiting for it. We're waiting for it. Well, it is now in transit, expected to arrive. Uh, on Monday, I think that'd be May thirty first. Today's the twenty sixth. Yeah, so I'm excited. Now I don't even know if the damn thing'll work, but if it does, do a decent job. The way I'm doing it now, and it is probably as good as this thing will be. Is you just put your slide against? I have a little slide viewer, a little one with a little couple of you know AAA batteries that you stick in and it lights up a screen and you just put your slide in that screen and then you go in with your iPhone and take a picture. So if it's any better than that, and, and that does a decent job. That does a decent job, you know, and you just crop it accordingly. Uh, but if it's any better than that, I'll, I'll be very happy because that means, God, slides, They're, all my slides are in carousels and to be able to go through, most of the carousels are labeled too. To be able to go through, just the ones I want there's a few that are missing. They got put in a special place and we don't know where that special place is. but uh, anyway so so much to uh, so much to make note of be grateful for, I guess. <sighs> Anything else? listen uh, one of the um, podcasts I listen to is Mother Jones and it's pretty interesting. Uh, same with um, Canada land. Uh, with jesse you know they bring up stories you're not going to hear in other places and i'm you know i mean yeah they're left-leaning of course so am i that's why i'm listening to them but my god some of the stories you hear coming out of the states about people who are who are the trumpians who who just believe the lies people believe the election was stolen And believe there's conspiracies and the the anti-maskers, which are popping up in in Canada all over. You know, Jesus Christ. Uh, Anyway, I don't think I have anything more to say. God, that was about nine minutes there. Um, Here's a little camera showing a Fox News. And there's a camera aimed at the announcer. And the guy behind is doing the countdown lights. Camera, bullshit. And I guess that's, yeah, it's not that funny, but accurate anyway. (laughs) Three close ups of a very funny face with a very concerned expression. Uh, You know, the three different photos of this man's face moving closer and looking really kind of perplexed. And the um, quotation is, what my plants see every 30 minutes. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. I subscribe to Calvin and Hobbes, too, because I just love to read those. Uh, Calvin and Hobbes is such a beautiful, glorious comic strip. So, uh, yeah, I guess I do subscribe a lot to, well, follow on Facebook. Groups from West Island Baby Boomers, that would be me, West Island of Montreal, And then there's Montreal then and now, and Lachine then and now, and a few others. And there's a lot of nostalgia. Um, I mean, there's good stuff, too. What's looking at the good side of Lachine now? What a great city it's become. Oh, my God. Really, if I had extra money, a condo in Lachine would be a wonderful thing to have. Uh, Right on the waterfront, right on Lake St. Louis or somewhere nearby. Uh, But anyway... um, but some of them are just so nostalgic. Now there was one today that I thought was interesting, and it was: Does anybody remember? And I did comment on it. Um, would I ever find it again? So West Island. Um, sorry, I, you know it's not fair to make you wait while I look for this thing. But it was the a woman saying: Does anybody remember in nineteen seventy to seventy two? I think she said. When you would be you and a group of friends, you would be told to hyperventilate, and then somebody would come behind you and grab your waist really tight, and you'd faint, like you'd pass out. Like that's a dumb thing. Like that is a dumb thing. But it was around. But her, she talked nineteen seventy to seventy two. Uh, we did that in I swear nineteen sixty because I was in elementary school. It was definitely not high school. I was in high school. I was, was sixty one. So we did that like fifty nine sixty And it went around like somebody new to the school brings it or hears about it from a cousin or somebody. Somebody introduces it to a school and it would catch on. And then somebody would tell their cousin or brother or somebody else and it would get to another school and they'd catch on. And then the principal would find out and there'd be a warning going out from the teachers like, hey, this is very dangerous. You're going to have brain damage. Um, and yeah, I remember it. It was a weird, weird stupid thing but they were feds and this was what was funny was when we were doing it it was before drugs it was a way of something doing something weird to your brain um but when you talk about 72 hey there's plenty of pot around you don't need to be hyperventilating and uh passing out so that was in one of those things okay Ooh, you have memories to look back on today now here we are picture the rock five years ago today for followers, follower followers of the Rock and his travels, here it sits on a sundial in Machu Picchu. Trip to Peru and Chile, courtesy of Chris and Amanda Wyness. Chris is the guy I, be, I communicate with. The guy who just sent me the new batch of letters from uh, living in Melbourne. Uh, the Rock is now safely back in Melbourne. Uh, next journey. So five years ago today. It made the trip to Machu Picchu. Now, you see, I'd forgotten that. And there's a picture of the rock sitting on a rock of the steps in Machu Picchu. Holy shit, eh? That's one for the books. Okay, all right. So there, are just little stuff to share with you, you know, from my iPhone. That's all. We're just we're just chit-chatting, all right? We're just chit-chatting. Let's well, see now and then a happy birthday. We don't care about birthdays. Good old road. I mean, I got all the road trek ones too, but I mean, they really don't care about those too much. Uh, Steve posted a good one. It's a comic. It's a guy lying in bed. And um, it looks like a hotel, of course. And he's got the phone up to his ear and he said, I'd like a wake-up call, please. And the manager down below with the phone says, Of course, sir. As a worker, you have been losing a class war against rich the rich and the ruling oligarchy for 40 years. It's time to do something about it. That's the wake-up call. I think that's pretty funny. I gave him a good a good, a like for that one. Somebody else posted funny, not funny, too true. All right, so there we are. A little bit of sharing time. John Meadows changed its colorful fo- cover photo. Um, so, yeah, we're going to leave it there. And uh, I'll just wait for the call from my wife to say she's had her shot. Time to come and get her and bring her home. Bye for now. Oh, Noko's done. I'm done. I'll have to wait for... See, you get a a late night scoop. You got a scoop here, late night, late afternoon. A scoop from my wife. I'll read it to you. It's done. I have to wait for 15 minutes. There you go. All right. Sky Dude signing off. To uh, all my faithful, wonderful listeners out there, I hope you're having a good time. And if you've got a celebration, boy, I'll give you a shout out. Write in and tell me, hey, I had a really good shit today. And, you know, it, it felt so good because I've been i having kind of a stomachache. And, God, I hadn't grabbed for two days. And today I had this, this huge dump. And I really feel good. You know, it's, I mean, it can be better than that. Okay. I'm not suggesting that's what you call in about. But if you do have something you'd like to share with everybody or everybody who listens to the Dixon Janes podcast, call in. Send a text. Do it any way you want. Dixonjanes at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter, Scarborough Dude. And just send it along. Like, Ken, would you would you would you mind giving would you mind? I'd like to share this with some people out there, okay? I, mean, I think you could do better than a dump. Come on. Come on. Scarborough Dude, signing off. Bye for now. You enjoy that that was my neighbor two doors down uh, he does this it seems to be every day I mean I, I just I don't understand other than from a sales perspective yeah we can create a product for people to blow the leaves off their lawn uh, and they'll buy it because rakes are too quiet. Oh my God, it's just unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I've talked about it. I, I'm not going to waste any more time on this, but I, it just I, I don't understand how these people can't see how offensive that has to be for everybody within a three house radius. Like, Jesus, man, do you really... Is it really necessary? You know, you need equipment for blowing snow. And... Mm. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Oh, my God. No, it's okay, Yuki. You don't have to jump down now. Blew the cat right off my lap. Um carpet dude here, back at you, it's Thursday afternoon. Yeah, he, like, he's the guy, He he's the one who's just fastidious. I guess that's the easiest word to use. Um, constantly out there fine-tuning the front lawn. But this, this is in the backyard. Where do, you, where do you, where do you need to blow things around in the backyard? Anyway, let's not waste any more time on that. I wanted to say something. Uh, I was listening to Doug today and Jason. Um... And, uh, first of all, Doug, if you're listening, it's, it's very, very nice to have you back. And opening up, you, you did kind of close yourself off, and, and, but that's exactly what you talked about. And I also want to give a, a, a chime in here for uh, MMD. I'm just going to check the number on that. I'll accept it. Hello? Davis from National Debt Relief well the reason I'm calling is due to the economic crisis you have been nominated for eliminating your credit card debt completely from your credit report of Equifax and TransUnion. Fuck if you, you wish to proceed fuck you for <laughs> thank you oh it's so kind of you to call I've been getting calls from rooted the number shows Florida all over Florida like every day And I guess it's similar things. Um, God damn it. All right, now, anyway, back to the World Before Interruptions. Um, Yeah, MMD saying, good on you, uh, Doug, for talking about the things you talked about. Now, I'm not going to go into it all. If you want to know, just listen to uh, Doug's last episode, celebrating his 50th birthday. And that's really why I'm coming in here now, but... um, He did talk about reconnecting and, and, you know, what it means to be 50 and the wonderful fun he's getting out of his car racing. Um, And I think that's great. And my recommendation is whenever you can, get together with your brother or brothers and head off to uh, Mossport or some other place. Watkins Glen, even better, if you can. I've never been there. That's on my list. Uh, for a weekend of car racing. But uh, anyway, it's not the time for that now. (sighs) I wanted to say, I mean, I've been lying here this afternoon. I I did some things I had to do, you know, marinated some chicken. Okay, I've done something. I can feed the family. I can have the rest of the day to myself. It's so nice out on the deck. It is one one of these... Perfect days. Like, perfect. And I guess that's a silly thing to say, because, I mean, it's it's <laughs> perfect for me. You might find it a tad, like I'm feeling, I've got short sleeves on. And I'm feeling, oh, you know, if I had a long sleeve shirt, that'd be nice too. But it doesn't matter. Um, my cat chose, I, I, I'm in the recliner. I've been taking pictures off of the maple, which is just perfect. Beautiful. It's so big, and the sun beaming through, but it gives us privacy. Like you're behind this beautiful tree with these red leaves, but the sun shining through. And then Torta, the outdoor cat, crawls up on the deck. He sort of lines up at three o'clock for six o'clock supper, you know, in case there's a rush. Uh, And then Yuki just surprised me by, you know, I had my eyes closed, and I look up, and there's this cat looking down at me, lying stretched out on the railing. I've posted pictures all over, Uh, and it it just, it was joyful to see this silly little face looking down at me, hey, how come you're lying down outside? And then the just spent the last 30, 40 minutes on my chest, like just really enjoying being held and stretched out on me while I'm reclined. And I've been listening at Earbuds in, to uh, Astral Weeks by Van Morrison, which some of you will know. It's just an incredible album. This was a special version of uh, um, I guess the extra outtakes and so on. Just incredible. And it's something I don't do often enough. I did it the other day when I went back and listened to uh, uh, Love and Rockets. And when I looked out and saw what a beautiful day it was, that's what I'm going to do this afternoon. I'm going to lie on the deck in my recliner, and I'm going to put the earbuds in. I'm going to listen to some of my vintage music. So I've switched over to um, uh, Steely Dan. Uh, And boy, oh boy, just the music, and especially just, you know, I'm still... Excited by stereo, stereophonic. Wow! You get different sounds in each ear. This is so cool. But it's been nice. I, I earlier even thought, you know, you can go and have a token. It would sound even better. And and I realized, no, no, I don't need that anymore. I used to need that. I'm just enjoying it. But really, what I want to talk about. There was one point I want to make. Doug talked about fifty like he's old, and I'm saying, hey, seventy-three over here. But what I realized when I was trying to think how I'm going to frame that message is I feel no age. I I feel not even young, but just ageless. What I'm feeling is the joy of lying in the sunshine on my deck listening to good music. There is no age attached. There's nothing, there's no body pain, there's no cringing, there's no anxiety, there's no fear. There's just the, the beauty of being in the present moment, wherever you're at, whatever your age, of just the now, doing what you're doing. And Doug, you can have that while you're doing your car racing. Uh, for me, music works really well. It can be a walk in the park sitting on a bench. Uh, it, it, you know, it could be any number of things. I'm sure Dave gets that riding his bike around the streets of Ste. Marie with his son. But there's just, there's just, it's just tuning into. Okay, where am I at now? What's going on now? What, what, what does it mean to be alive in this time, in this moment? That's. What counts, and and so the, these numbers can really throw you off track, can really get you thinking. Eh, do I feel? Am I starting to feel the aches and pains, and so on? No, just every once in a while, you gotta just push the reset button. Okay, boom, into the now. What's going on? And and that's that's all. That that's just the message I want to get across. I I hope I did succeed. And now, uh, before my wife gets home, I, I'm gonna. <laughs> Just get back to this indulgence of lying here with uh and listening to the listening to the stereophonic sounds of Steely Dan it is just so good it's so good so uh, treat yourself all right and m m d again hats off to you for uh that that remark you posted maybe I'll even read it out if that's not uh it, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna read it I, I hear you doug. I do the exact thing, same thing. I'm learning a lot from you and this week's podcast. One of the most important things Kelly does for me is to challenge me on this exact pulling away when I do it. Part of it is letting go of baggage that keeps you from reaching out and admitting you fucked up sometimes and making the effort to rebuild those connections, which can be hard and is more difficult than clicking on social media and saying, yeah, we're still in touch. I see what they're up to all the time. This was, is an important, much needed podcast. Thanks for sharing. Now that is a wonderful, wonderful comment, uh, MMD that you posted on, uh, Doug's discord site. And, um, I just posted good on both of you, and Doug says thanks, man, meaning he got it too. But that kind of sharing is really important too, and and that's what Doug did by putting out the podcast, and that's what MMD did, and that's what I'm trying to do now by connecting uh, these things and uh, sharing with anybody listening to this. Reach out to your friends. Touch each other in a real way. Discovery Dude signing off. Bye for now. Back to Steely Dan. Oh, and my pussycat wants back in my lap. Bye-bye. It is nice to hear that bell again. And like I listen for the after ring, I can just keep hearing it. Partly it almost seems like, is that my imagination? Am I still hearing it? Oh man, that's nice. Whew, yeah. I'm in Sal. That's a clue right there. Got the windows open. Uh, Yuki wanted in. She jumped up on the hood and then decided it was too hard to get in the usual way. And when I opened the door, she decided, no, I don't really want to come in anyway. So, uh, yeah, that got me out of my seat. I was um, on the deck. I have spent a couple of days on the deck. Oh, it's been nice. But then yesterday it turned cold, snowflakes drifting down. Oh, my God. And um, I decided, no, it's time to come back into cell and dictate another couple of letters, so I just uh, read out a letter out loud with the recorder going. Well, you know the, yeah, the the function on on my uh, MacBook Air, the record. Um, of the night I discovered Irene's in Ottawa. If you're from Ottawa, if you know Ottawa, you know that's a fabulous bar and bar I want to get back to. In fact, when I do end up getting copies of my, uh, second book out, I would like to, uh, organize a gathering in Irene's to sell copies, signed copies, yeah, I hope somebody might take me up on that, but that would be the bar I'd want to do it in, and, uh, anyway, this was the first night discovery, and, my God, I was drunk, but, and I'm writing a letter to three people, Bruce, Harold, and Chris, sort of the, the trio of really, Tight friends, uh, all completely different in terms of personalities and personal histories. But uh, anyway, it's, it was just a rambling, drunk letter. It was sort of a night out. Now, was at home. We're living. I'm living in Ottawa on Powell Avenue. It's 1988, and uh, I'm just at, planted the seed for. How can I make some money here i'm I'm gonna have to settle down sometime, I'm not ready for children, but I'm gonna eventually need something you know I can't just keep leaving and starting over again, especially now that I'm married and so I'm visiting my prophet Carlton, and sort of thinking, well, you know maybe if I funnel some students here, I'll get a percentage and then writing to my president of my company in Japan, you know hey, if i uh I could arrange a program for some students here. And all that was the beginning. Like these are, these are seeds. These are ideas. I'm getting drunk. I'm getting high, but still my brain is ticking over and thinking, hmm, what's going on here? It's all, it's all part of the process. It's always the process. It's never just suddenly arriving at something. It's this, you know, steps along the way, transitions, interconnections, all these things that uh are kind of exciting when you look back at it you, you know you don't just there there isn't a plan you pick this card, no, oh, you won ten thousand dollars, you just no it's it, it's just movement, an openness, a receptiveness, and uh so there's just the beginning of that talk about, hey, you know, hmm, students coming to Canada, yeah, and of course that's end up really how I ended up uh you know, with this house in Toronto. At that point, I was really keen on Ottawa, but my wife thought, no, she would not survive another winter in Ottawa. That was the, that was the deal. That was it. Okay, we did two years here, close to family, but uh, not another one. And Toronto turned out to be the perfect solution. So, yeah, that's what I've been up to. I'm finding these days, oh my God, I've, I've got, I'm not fatigued, But just less and less energy. Just comfortable. I'll just lie down with a cat for a while. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, But I've always been that way. I've always been lazy. I've always liked my comforts. You know, some people, like my wife, for example, has to be busy doing things. You've heard about that already. Uh, But boy, I I can just, no, just sit for a while, maybe have a beer, read a letter, write a letter, read a book listen to some music. So, anyway, I realized, ooh, hey, hang on, I haven't put out a podcast this week, let's finish this baby off. So uh, I gave myself 12 minutes, and we've used up five. And I decided, no, don't don't plan anything, just sort of um, talk. I, I, I did check in on um, Discord, and found poor Sin, who's working for the Green Party, um had to listen to sort of a, um, she was part of this, working with this, her MPP, uh, Green Representative, of people calling in COVID deniers, right, like it's fake, and had to deal with this. Now, my first reaction is, why did you deal with them? Don't you say, hey, are you fucking stupid? You're wrong. People are dying. But she had to, I guess, to be, I guess that's the game of politics. I don't know. Um, put up with these people and some of the things they were saying, which were just, oh, my God, really? Like, just outrageous stuff and, like, not true, not true. Uh, maybe I'll read, since I read what MMD said, maybe I'll read what she said, Um, a little bit of just how hard it was. We had to sit there and listen to people say it was the lies that people it was lies that people are in ICU with COVID. That the shot is an experimental gene therapy. That public health has committed human rights violations by enforcing measures. That the government by tying the reopening plan to vaccination rates is committing extortion. It was the worst hour of my life. Like Honestly, like what what's what's happening? <clears throat> I mean, you know, these paranoids and and these conspiracy theorists have always been here. But this seems really now that the government is telling you hey, you got to do it, now is the time to really arise and push back and call out the the liars. And it's it's so disturbing. I, I guess we'll end on that note. Now, of course, they're reopening the investigation. Hey, did COVID escape from a lab in China? You know, when Trump said it, we didn't want to believe it. Now that Biden is saying, well, let's continue the investigation. Hmm. Maybe there is some truth in that. It's got a little traction now. But it, regardless, it, it just makes you think about the future. Hey, the planet, to some of us, I think so, is overpopulated. Wow! If you could engineer a virus just to maybe take out certain kinds of people, you know, oh, and that that kind of that's frightening, you know, to think about these possibilities and how fast it's like. I mean, you can't keep up with the crooks now who have honest, well, not honest, but businesses that they can't shut down. They've ways of laundering their money. And then extortion on computer systems, you know, hacking in and saying, all right, we're going to wipe your data unless you pay this in a currency that's untraceable. Uh, it's really scary. Uh, you know, and I i don't want to get into it, really. I don't have anything intelligent to say about it. And in a way, it it's not my world. This is the stuff of the future. But it's sad to think that. But I guess... It just bring it back to the individual, never mind the whole great big picture, or the, just the individuals, that there are people who really don't want to believe that this is real and this is killing people and it's dangerous and you really do have to do your part. The, the science deniers, I guess that's what I'm getting at. The people who really... I mean, you think, why? Why is have Have their minds already? You know, I mean, it's hard not to be a conspiracy theorist about the fact that why are there conspiracy theorists? Hmm. Where did that come from? You know, I mean, it's just, it's just, ooh. But I, I don't, I never like to end this podcast on that kind of note, so. Ah. Oh. What can we do i'm really feeling i mean i read these letters and by god i was a drinker and my friends those three friends i mentioned are all drinkers so it's not surprising you know birds of a feather um that you'd hang out and drink more um it's good that You know, Nellie's having an influence on me here. That I am drinking less. I mean, she knows it's for health, and just hey, I'm not just going to go out and get wasted. But today's another day. Oh well, she's going out for a walk with a friend. Maybe I'll have a talk. And I never got around it because it's not. It's not exactly I didn't need to, and it's not exactly I didn't want to. It just wasn't necessary. Everything was fine just as it was. I didn't need to do that to my head. I really think it's just you no, know, you go camping, you sit in a chair and you're you're in your own space. Okay, now it's time for a little experimentation maybe. But around home, you know, this is there's just no no calling. No urge. And here I am sitting in the road checker the freezer full. I will one of these days, but you know what I know. It doesn't make for good podcasting. So, uh, yeah, all right, we'll just park that. But, yeah, down on the not drinking as much. So I went down to the wine cellar, and I got, you know, I got bottles of wine, red and white, and found a bottle of Beaujolais. And i have been reading about one of the letters. It was about Nelconai and I drinking Beaujolais. I thought, I should open up that. But if she's not going to drink it, I should just save it for another time. So I brought up another Spanish. And I guess what I'm getting at is (laughs) when this is finished... I'm going in to get a, a glass of red wine. I've only got lager beer, although it could be beer too. Yeah, all right. One or the other. I'm gonna have a drink. I've held off. It's uh, yeah, it's five thirty. It's uh, it's time on a weekend on a Saturday during this time of COVID. All right, boys and girls, take care of yourself out there, and uh, yeah. Be good to yourself, be good to your family, be good to your friends, be good to your loved ones, be good to your parents if you got any left. And um, the, the strangers, you know, the checkout clerks at supermarkets. Be nice to those people, for sure. I always try. I do my best and uh, make it nice. All right. Skyro Dude. See you next week. Bye for now.